Like I told him, I don't remember. All right, then let's start with the last thing you do remember. Let's see. After I caught the gorilla, he told me that... The gorilla talked to you? Yeah, right after I stopped his car. I'm supposed to believe this? Hey, we both got a Martian's phone number on our speed dial. I think I deserve the benefit of the doubt here. Hey everybody, welcome to the Geek Generation episode 147. I am Rob Logan and Mikey Arsenault is here in studio with me. No Mike Volpe today, he is just getting back from vacation, but I'm sure he'll be back next week. How you doing, Mikey? You haven't been on in a while aside from our gaming of last episode. No, I haven't, but I'm doing good. Yeah? Yep. Yeah, busy? Very busy. Good summer. It's going by fast. Too yeah, fast. way too fast. I Always. haven't been to the beach, nothing. Really? Yep. I don't think I have either, but I'm not a beach person anymore. After all those summers of lifeguarding, me and the sun, uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> We're not friends anymore. I think that's it, too. I work outside all day. Yeah. So going to the beach isn't that tempting. Plus, after all the sandwiches and stuff I like to eat. <laughs> Nobody wants to see this in the sun. Aww. You can always get, like... A wetsuit or something, if you're <laughs> I could get that t-shirt that has the, the ripped abs on it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's get into geek outs. Yay! What are you geeking out over? Hmm. I really need to start writing these things down. <laughs> um, I did start back up rewatching Doctor Who. Yep. So rewatching, so... like, all the way well, back no, to no, no, 2005? No. Well, uh, season 7. Well, okay. actually, I should say... Ending of season six, because I couldn't remember it that well. Okay. Christmas episode, and then through. I ended up, ended with Angels in Manhattan. Good episode. That was a good one. Yeah. So right now, that's where I'm I'm paused at. So, oh, to anybody who's into Harry Potter, mm-hmm. the Harry Potter expansion of the Wizarding World in Disney is supposed to be opening up around this time next year. Really? Yeah. That looks really good, too. Have they specified what they're going to be adding? Uh, there are a few confirmed things that are going to be in the park. Obviously, they're going to have uh, the Hogwarts Express that you can take. Because what it is, it's actually in two separate parks of uh, Universal. Okay. They basically, they tore down the Jaws ride, which is, I can't remember which part of the park that's in. Because it's, I forget how many. It's either like two or three separate parks at Universal, and you actually have to pay for each park separately. Really? Yeah. You don't just get a pass into Universal. Oh, that's not the way it always was, though, right? I think it. Well, that was before they kind of added on maybe Harry Potter and Marvel and maybe. everything. They're gonna add the Hogwarts Express, which will take you from the existing Harry Potter world mm-hmm. over to the other side of the park to the uh, the Jaws area, and it's gonna be uh, Diagon Alley. Oh, cool. They're going to do a Gringotts bank ride, mm-hmm. kind of like the movie. They confirm that. What else? Uh, they're going to add a lot of other like attractions. Like They're going to have uh, the Weasley's uh, Magic Shop that's going to be cool. in there. Um, man, I can't really remember a lot of the rides, but you will be able to get access from the other park in. What they're going to do is they're building a London uh, facade, 
and you actually oh. go through uh what is it the the three broomsticks i think was a the name okay. of that wizarding pub and you yep. go through there and that's how you get into from that side that's cool so that's pretty cool i'm yeah. really excited about it secret passages yeah secret <laughs> passages exactly i wish always cool i wish they thought about it though and almost went with like a hotel also yeah i don't know if you could get away with doing like a hogwarts hotel because i think kids would be too picky like if i ever went when i was a kid i would never want to stay in like a slytherin room sure sure you know or a hufflepuff room i would have yeah. never stayed there so I don't think you'd do that, but if I think if you did like the three broomsticks, uh, because that is an inn in itself, that mm-hmm. would be pretty cool to stay there. Absolutely, you know. And then, and then always, you have the entrance right there. Yeah, you'd have the entrance, that and you could always sick. provide, you know, a couple extra features, kind of like how they do the castle mm-hmm. at uh, Disney. How you, they have a couple rooms up in the castle. I think they should have done something like that. Absolutely. So pretty excited about that. Cool. And then my last one is uh, Mars One. Have you heard anything about that? No. It's not a movie. Okay. It's actually a private, privately funded group, basically, that is going to colonize Mars by 2025. Really? Yep. And they actually had open, basically an open enrollment. Anybody who wanted to go, you could go for free. Because this is not, <laughs> this is not like a trip. This right. Is, this, this is a, a life. Well, yeah, the, you're not coming back. You're it's going to take back. so long to get there. It's a one way trip. Um, and I think they only were looking for about 100 people to volunteer to do this. And as far as I know, the enrollment's up over 100,000. This is the first act of so many horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but this is so funny. I guess the leader, not the leader, not the person who organized it, but like yep. the guy who's like leading the charge to get out there first is Gary Busey. Oh, my God. Yeah. Could you imagine being stuck? In is a- he going to make it? Yeah, exactly. Is he even going to live another 13 right. more years to get up or 12 more years before yeah, he can Yeah, go? it's like 12 years to make the trip, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Not it's 12 alone. years before it starts. And then I think it's if if you time it right because of the way the orbits of the planets, the shortest distance, I think, is like six months. That's, wow. That's when the planets like align. But could you imagine being stuck even on the planet Mars in a pod with Gary Busey. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, man, I chose so poorly. I can't imagine being stuck on Earth with Gary Busey, yeah. let alone a pod. But Ooh. I'm I'm huge into fa- uh, space. It just fascinates me. So yeah, to well, think yeah. that in another 12 years, we're going to be there. The fact that that could happen potentially within our lifetime is amazing. Especially when it's not even sanctioned by NASA. You know, it's mm-hmm. just you know a group of must be very wealthy people right because they said i think the very first shuttle it's not like 100 people going at one time it's going to be trickled because each ship or shuttle is going to when it lands it's going to be now that's going to be part of um a base basically so it's a race to get there and just claim the real estate now (laughs) exactly that way they can start charging us immediately. The 1% is going to become like <laughs> the Mars 100%. Yeah, but could you imagine like being the first ship to go up there? Yeah, it's cool to be like, yeah, I was the first guy on Mars. But then to have to wait, who knows, like another six months to a year before anybody else shows up. So right. it could be like you and Gary Busey alone <laughs> together. You're like, oh, man. And then all the things from Earth you're going to miss, like. If you think shipping stuff from Asia to America makes it yeah. expensive for food, yeah, <laughs> you have no idea. And there, I guess there is not going to be options to come back. 
Well, yeah, I wouldn't imagine. Because they want you they want it to be settled and I guess they factor in how long it's going to take for you to fully adjust to Mars, living on Mars. Mm-hmm. By the time you're done fully adjusting, your body can't come back. Oh. You've, you've lost so much muscle and bone mass that you you couldn't handle I wonder back. what that would do to people physically. Yeah. It's uh and how they would evolve differently than people on Earth would over time. I think it's I think they said it's like one third gravity on Mars, which has its benefits because it's there's all kinds of storms and everything. Right. And when you first watch, you know, on Dis- you know, Discovery Channel or something and they say, Oh, there's you know, there's ninety mile an hour winds going on. Damn. That's but at one third gravity, ninety miles an hour only feels like you know, like a thirty mile an hour wind here. Sure, so sure. It's no problem. Huh. That's interesting. Yep. That's really cool. I didn't even know about that, but yeah, that's not, like I'm already calculating so many different things in my head, and I'm like, uh, I, I would just be silent for the rest of the show and thinking. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. <laughs> that is very awesome. Wow, did not know about that. Yeah, I think that's about it for my geek outs so far. Okay, uh, I have quite a few. The first of which is Dexter, which I know you're off board with, but this final season so far has just been amazing. I am so happy that it's like going out strong. Because there have been, I mean, for me, the dips that people would say are the dips weren't bad. It was still better than most TV than <laughs> that was out there. But they're they're firing on all cylinders right now, and it's been awesome. And I can't wait to see how it all ends. <laughs> it's killing me. I, I'm I'm very excited that we're gonna know, but at the same time, it's that bittersweet. Like, oh, Dexter's gone. <laughs> And that'll happen soon. Even though I'm not watching, I'd I'd love to know how it's going to end. Yeah. You know, is he going to die? Is he going to be arrested? Is, right, right. Or is it just not really going to change? Right. You know, there's a lot of options. And I think either way, you know, any way it goes is pretty exciting. Absolutely. Very excited for that. Also, I'm geeking out over DuckTales Remastered, which finally came out. And I am playing and I love it. I've already beaten two of the levels. There's like the five same ones that have always been around. The animation's fucking gorgeous. Like I haven't seen any of them. Oh my god, the hand-drawn characters. Like, they did classic Disney animation. Really? I for the they... characters, they redrew everything in their, like, cell animated, but then all the backgrounds and everything are done in the 3D style of modern video games. And it's a nice kind of... They work together interestingly. I almost... Part of me wishes everything was done in animation, like 2D animation, but it works well in the decisions that they did make. And the music is awesome. That doesn't surprise me. Oh, all the classic themes they redid, and they're so good. It's 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 just fun as hell to play. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, My next one is Justice League, the cartoon. What? (laughs) That's like forever ago. (laughs) I started watching it again. I got the complete series on DVD, and I've been rewatching it, and it's friggin' great. I love it. I've watched pretty much almost I'm in the last season right now. So I watched seasons one of the two of when it was just Justice League. And I just finished watching Justice League Unlimited season one. And now I'm on season two. I love it. Good show. I like going back to rewatch things. It's fun. I do too. You know, especially it's when it's been a long time. I, you know, I, I know I told you, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I actually started. I don't think I'm going to watch the whole thing, but I actually started Rewatching the original Gilligan's Island right, back right. when he was black and white. Yep. You know, that's fun. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't watch Gilligan. That's not <laughs> <laughs> that's not a show I dig too much, but uh, 
I went back because I actually wanted to see if they showed a boat wreck. Oh, I, I yeah. didn't know if it, it started they off. They don't do that. No, they don't. No. The um it's the same exact intro through the whole show. You yeah. know, we're just, you know, them sailing the sea, the waves, and then then they're on the island. Wow. That's it. <laughs> Such a weird show. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That's like the whole series yeah, premise. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, Justice League, awesome. The other thing I'm geeking out about, I'm pretty sure you're geeking out about too. When I posted it on your wall on Facebook. Oh, yeah. The, uh, I didn't even know this was coming, <laughs> but when I first heard they were doing another Jackass movie, I was like, oh man, it ended so well. But the premise for this one is totally different. They, uh, put out a trailer for Jackass Presents Bad Grandpa. So they're doing, it's almost like a Borat style gorilla camera show where they have the two characters. They have Johnny Knoxville as the old man. And then they have the kid. I don't know where they found this fucking kid. This kid makes this movie. Oh, my God. If it was just Johnny Knoxville alone dressed as an old man, right. it, I don't think it would have worked. Right. This kid this is This kid great. is so good. I don't know how old he is or like what his improv training or anything <laughs> is, but he is phenomenal. And this movie looks so funny. That scene where he is performing in that like kid talent show yeah or model which is exactly what we're gonna watch right now and you guys I will be able to hear it lost it yeah and I've, I've seen this in the theater like this trailer come up so many times and every time at the same part i friggin lose it and it doesn't matter <laughs> like people say that parts in movies get ruined because you see it in the trailer and you got the joke and then it's not funny the next time you see it this has already been funny like 50 times oh my god it's just so wrong and the kid just he pulls it off yeah i can't believe it so we're watching this video this piece of the trailer at least it's a little boy and it's like a toddlers and tiaras setup <laughs> and they dress him up as a girl he starts out dancing as a sailor on a sailboat that has a mast and everyone's like oh this is so cute until he tears off his dress he's wearing lingerie and now it's a stripper pole <laughs> the best is the reactions from all the people watching because this is their like holy ground that's being desecrated the kid's dancing like a stripper and this is the best every time <laughs> oh man i love the part at the end like the the crowd is speechless they don't know what to do yeah and that one mom she deserves like mom of the year award she claps one clap one clap but it's because hey you did you know you, right you, you got performed. up there you did it <laughs> but the part when he goes over and starts tossing the money yeah. <laughs> i making it. it rain all over that kid I lose oh, it every time it's so funny i cannot wait for that movie it's gonna be amazing I think the the rocket too outside. I'm assuming oh, yeah. it's a grocery store. Yep. Right through <laughs> the wall. The rocket's not working. He gets on it, shoots right through the window. I'm wondering oh how God. they have the time to rig. Like they had to run in there overnight and rig the rocket. Yeah, I mean to do that, or it was like brand new or something. They just like delivered it that day, or maybe. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I, the store has to know something like that's going to happen. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. I don't know. That's pretty ballsy. If, right. If you don't even let them. Know. Well, they did all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think that I think it's just show. ballsy. It's yeah. it's kind of that Borat setup where they have their plot in mind, and then all these real life situations get pieced together to make this movie that just looks <laughs> awesome. Oh, it's gonna be good. Um, the next geek out I have. I don't know if you're aware of this. 
and uh, I'll actually put it up on the big monitor here. So there's an Easter egg inside of Google Maps that someone bumped into the other day and it like broke all over the Internet. Not broke, but uh, <laughs> the news spread like wildfire. Nobody knows how long it's been there or if it was something because the the landmark has been there since like Google Maps was created and everything. But uh, we don't know if the Easter egg was there or if it's something new because of an upcoming event. Have you heard anything about this? The upcoming event or the Easter egg? The Easter egg. No, I haven't. Okay. Uh, let's take, this is the Google Maps. Okay. Okay. This is a location and it says Earl's Court Road, London in Greater London. This is a legitimate street shot. Okay. And what do you see there? I see a TARDIS. Right. Which is a just a police phone box, yeah. right? It is legitimately there. It's a police call box. Okay. Most of the time when you're in the street view, you have these single arrows that you can move around with. Yeah. What's the well, double look, arrow? There's a double arrow. Let's click that. Oh, my oh, God. We're yeah. in the TARDIS. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> How cool is that? And a lot of people thought, oh, it's going to be a still shot of the TARDIS. No. We can look around. Oh, sweet. And move around the TARDIS. Even the control panel. We're looking at all the controls there. Well, That's pretty well done. Right? How awesome is this? You can't go up and down the stairs. You can't. No, you have to stay within the main room. But still, that's That's so awesome. And it's just like, how do you even (laughs) if if they didn't tell anybody about this, who just bumps into that? Yeah. Like, oh, who would even notice the double arrow? I'd probably just be clicking through so fast it wouldn't even like come up. But and then you go right back outside and back on the street. That's so awesome. Yeah, I mean, wow. So there's how long it took for somebody to find it because I mean, it's one street, right? You know, in the world. And if you move out of this certain position, sometimes the double arrow disappears, even if you can see the phone box. So it's like from this position you can get in. So it's very specific. But I'll put the uh, the Google Maps coordinate link in the show notes at thegeekgeneration.com, so people can just click the link. It'll bring you to the exact spot you need to be looking right at the phone box, and you can click and check out the inside of the TARDIS. I just thought that was friggin' brilliant that someone actually did that. And uh, my last geek out is YouTube, which is not a new product, I realize, and that's okay. I am currently geeking out over it because I YouTube just continues to amaze me. Like, the fact that there is so much knowledge there, as a teacher, I'm feeling obsolete. Like, if there's anything that people want to learn, I almost think people would stay at home and just go, I want to do this or I want to learn that. Go on friggin' YouTube. Like, the amount of information we have available to people now. I Let's do teach that. them just how to do that. I do that all the time. Yeah. When, whenever I'm doing something and I'm not quite sure, instead of trying to look up a manual, yep. I'll go on YouTube and I'll watch somebody do it and I'll just do it myself. Which is exactly what I did the other day. Yesterday, even, I... Um, when I, when I had an iPod, uh, adapter in my car before, like I don't have, I have a 2005 Corolla and it didn't really have an auxiliary connection or any way to hook up my iPod unless I got an FM transmitter, but that's always wonky. Yeah. So when I had it done, I went to an audio place. It cost me like $200 between the equipment and the service, like the labor to do it and everything. I didn't want to pay that this time around. And I found, uh, an auxiliary thing that I thought would work pretty well. So I bought that for $35 on Amazon. It came in because Prime is awesome pretty quickly. I bought like one plastic tool for $5 so I could take off all the panels on my dash without 
like really scratching or damaging anything. Uh, and I watched a five minute video on YouTube to do it. Yeah. And it took me 20 minutes. That's the best. Yeah. And you just saved yourself like you know. $160. Yep. Yeah. And I learned something. And you didn't have to go somewhere. Right. That's like, awesome. All the benefits. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs anybody to do anything anymore? If you take the time to just research and learn it, it's someone. I mean, it was a company that recorded the video so that you would go and buy their specific tools and whatever. That's a great trade off. I mean, I got similar things elsewhere, but what a good marketing idea too. yeah. Show people how to do it. If people around the country can buy your stuff, you're increasing your revenue stream because you're a locally based business and you don't have reach all over the place. So now you can sell to people and they can do the labor themselves. It's awesome. Yeah. So Plus you feel awesome when you're done. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, I just did that. Yeah. And I even I upgraded the auxiliary adapter because my old one, like the wires all fell apart over time. And like during the cold, they like got frigid and they snapped all the little wires. So at first I lost the ability to charge it through the wire. Then I lost the ability to control it through the radio. Then I lost the left channel. So for a while, I was kicking on just the right channel. <laughs> and then that went away. And it's been like that for months. So I was finally like, you know what? I'm sick of this. And I'm going to just do it myself. And I, I was avoiding it because it cost me $200 the first time around. So I was like, I'm not paying that again. So I just did this and 40 bucks, 20 minutes. Unbelievable. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. So uh, if people are not using YouTube to learn things, God damn it, do it. <laughs> it's so easy to find so much. <laughs> uh, those are all my geek outs, though. Let's go into freakouts. Oh, freak out. Which, yeah. Well, I drive a lot for work. Okay. So obviously, I'm always going to have some type of a driving story. Usually, I have more than one, but I'll, I'll try and keep it to one. <laughs> okay. But the one that right now drives me nuts is when you're going down the highway, you, you know those on-ramps that you can see people coming on? I mean, mm -hmm. sometimes there's blind ones you can't see and people coming on. Sure. But there are people just hammering down these ramps like they're coming around the last corner of the Daytona 500. Right, right. You're thinking, oh, my God, this guy is definitely going to get out in front of me, no problem. Yep. And then... Then they get to that point where they should be merging or making a decision, and they just create get this awkward speed yep. where you're almost just side by side. Yeah, and it's yeah. Like, why are you matching me? <laughs> yeah, you went a hundred miles an hour around the corner, right? And when it comes time to actually get on the road, then you don't know what to do. Yeah, either. I mean, they're supposed to yield. Right, right. But I mean, I don't care if you yield. Just mad it. Get in front of me, but. Don't, you know, don't get to this weird point where right. we don't make know your what mind up do. one way or the other. Yeah. people. that that drives me nuts. I cannot stand that. And I see it. I've been seeing it a lot lately. Yeah. So that was my driving one. Now I've got two other ones. One of them has to do with TV. I can't stand how much they're censoring TV nowadays. Yeah, it's getting crazy. Yeah. And they're cutting out all kinds of stuff. I, I I've been racking my brain trying to remember what movie I was watching. It was a very I mean, it was one of these movies that anybody could see it from any age yeah. up. Movie and, edits are the worst on TV. And they, they edited out there was a kid saying the word. It was either the kid was trying to say crap or poop. Oh my god. And they actually edited it out. I'm like, are you serious? That's ridiculous. That was that Did they was replace bad. it with a corny word? They, that's yeah, always they the did. funniest. Yeah. 
they did, but it's like that doesn't even need to be what replaced. the dookie. Yeah, <laughs> no, they probably wouldn't even gone that far. Yeah. You know, I I, just, I couldn't believe that. And then at at some point, it's why are you even bothering to show some of these movies? Yeah, I mean, most of the earlier Adam Sandler movies, like Happy Gilmore, you know, or so, something like that. It's like you have to cut out so much of his lines. That it's almost not even his movie anymore. Right, right. So why why even bother showing it on TV? Someone else doing voiceover of Adam Sandler. Yeah, <laughs> which never works. Right. You know, yeah, sometimes, I mean, it kind of makes you chuckle a little bit. Yeah. But sometimes there's certain movies where there's just like a line in the movie that just absolutely makes it for me. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's usually inappropriate language. Right, right. I just love it. <laughs> and I, I look forward to it every single time. Yeah. And then when I watch it on TV, I just get so disappointed. I'm like, oh, man, that just ruined the movie for me. Yeah, I can't watch movies on TV. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I'll be just, like, flipping through the channels. Like, oh, I love this movie. Oh, it's this part coming up. Oh, what the hell was that? Right, right. You know? Who wants to live with that kind of disappointment? We have enough depressing things in our life that (laughs) we don't need that added to it. Or at least... You stole my moment of joy. (laughs) Or at least at a certain point in time. Now, I I guess I understand because there's different time zones, but there should almost be a certain time where... After this hour, there's going to be less censorship, you know, censorship. Mm-hmm. That would make me happy. They have anyway. that on cable channels. Like, cable doesn't have those kind of restrictions, but they put them on themselves. Yep. But, like, if you watch Comedy Central past, I think, 11 o'clock, they'll show one-hour specials from comedians, and it'll be the way that it was intended. Yep. Like, the comedians will just do the act. And they can say whatever they want. Because after a certain time, they do have on cable that leniency. On networks, I don't think they do. Yeah, probably not. But cable channels do have that ability. Comedy Central is the only one I know that really takes advantage of it, though. And they'll do the late night stand up. I remember the good old days back when USA used to be able to show boobies. USA up all night. Oh, God. I used to stay up all night because they were showing boobs. Right? I'm like, yes. <laughs> like 13 years yeah. old going, oh, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Up all night is uh, right. Summertime was the best time. <laughs> so that's that one. Yeah. And then this one also goes back to censorship. Censorship, and this is current right now. And I don't know if you've heard, but um, the UFC is here back in Boston for this weekend. Okay. They haven't been in Boston in a while, and Dana White has admitted he doesn't come here because Boston is a very difficult city to work with. Really. There's, there's so many restrictions and. Certain guidelines Boston wants to have seen through, you Mm -hmm. know, every single fighter, you know, whether they're a U.S. citizen or not, has to have a social security card, stuff like that. But the newest one is um, it's the Boston City Council president, Steve Murphy. He is proposing it probably won't happen because the fight's happening this weekend, but he's trying to come up with this restriction where anybody under the eight. And anybody under the age of 18 can't go to the show. Wow. That would really hurt business. It would really hurt business, but I mean, who are you? Yeah. You're not everybody's parent. Right, right. I mean, if, yeah, if there's a 12-year-old that really wants to go, obviously, I mean, MMA fights, they're not cheap to go to. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, there's plenty, a lot of seats, but they sell out quick. Yeah. So a 12-year-old's not going to go out and buy his own ticket anyway. Right. You know, his parent's going to have to do it. And well, obviously, yeah, it's like an R-rated movie. Yeah. And obviously, you know, a parent's going to know what it is, mm-hmm. and that should be their choice if their kid is yeah, I completely up to going agree. to see it. Yep. 
So, I, I mean, I don't understand it. I mean, with the economy the way it is, you know, bringing in a huge event like this is yep. going to bring in the city a lot of money. Yeah, why are we limiting anybody's? Yeah, I mean, bars, bar restaurants, yep. hotels, you know, anything else after that, just other entertainment. It's going gonna, it's gonna to see a nice surge for a little while. Mm-hmm. So, you know, why trying to impose this restriction? Yeah, I, I just hate censorship. Yeah. I, uh, I've done so many, like, papers and stuff on it over the course of my schooling and whatnot, especially, like language language censorship is the worst ever ever yep. so many papers i wrote on that i should have been a, an expert in the field of language censorship because i've done all the research forever and then i break all the rules here that's why podcasts are so great <laughs> it just allows to say anything i mean i can say crap and poop all i want oh, yeah <laughs> exactly yeah so harsh it is <laughs> yeah. oh i feel so crappy yeah, yeah. watch your mouth yeah <laughs> uh, is that it yeah that's it all right yeah it is that sucks uh my first freak out is that my instagram was hacked Oh. Which I haven't really ever like people get their accounts hacked on services all the time. And I'm super careful about using the Internet. I actually think my Facebook was hacked like, really? almost a month ago and I even posted it. Yep. And I'm not sure because, well, chance. I mean, it could have been me pocket text or pocket Facebook, mm-hmm. if that's possible. <laughs> but it happened three times. And the oh, first yeah. time was just like gibberish. Yep. You know, and then the second time it was like a line of gibberish and then it was like somebody's name. That's weird. And then the third post just said assassinate. That's also weird. Yeah, that was really weird. So I came when I got home, I changed my password. Are you a sleeper cell for an organization that we're unaware of? And that was your unlock code? I don't know, maybe. (laughs) That was the sequence. The first one was like the unlock. The second one was the name of your target. And the third was the order. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Just got all born in here. <laughs> um, but yeah, my Instagram was hacked. I, I was just looking at my feed one morning and then a photo that I didn't post was up there of like a cutting board with a whole bunch of vegetables for like juicing <laughs> and a link to you a don't site. Have a juicer? I do, Damn. which is the weirdest part. I was like, this is kind of relevant to me, but I didn't post this. <laughs> sleep juicing right i'm a sleep juice (laughs) cell uh but it had uh, a link below like check out our products here and then my my link on my bio my profile was changed where it says like founder of the geek generation it had a link that same link so someone could click the link and go buy the products i'm like what is this so i looked (laughs) online because usually that stuff spreads Thousands of users had the same thing. People, all different pictures, whether it was juicing or smoothies or anything really? like that. It was all over the place. So Founder all I did the was juice generation. <laughs> <laughs> all I did was go in and change the uh, information back and delete the picture and stuff. But mm. so it wasn't anything I did. It was on Instagram's end, admittedly, that they had some like leak. But there was no information leaked. It was just people had access to things they shouldn't have had. That's funny. To go through all that effort for juice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We, those health nuts are really getting yeah. out of control. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. Uh, my next one is that I was having some issues with my iPod the other day. The uh, photos weren't syncing as they should have. I, I added like one new photo because I I hate the camera on the iPod touch. Mm-hmm. I'll almost always take pictures with my like $750 camera because you know that's I spent a lot of money on that and I'm gonna use that for pictures and then I'll import them onto my iPod before I post them 
No, that makes sense to me. Yeah, because like uh, an iPhone 5 is a really nice camera. I've seen the pictures that people post with that, and it's nice. But the iTouch fourth gen, yeah, not quite as good. You, you're still going to even you're still going to get a way better picture with your. Oh, yeah. You know, so I normally do that. DSLR. And then the, it brings the photo over and then I post it. But I did that the other day. And all of a sudden, like my folder that said it normally has like 82 pictures or whatever had 17. And I was like, what the hell's going on? So I did a whole bunch of research and all I had to do was delete the photo cache locally on my computer and then have my iPod rebuild it. There was some like weird bug, but hmm. I just hate little garbage things like that. Like this is not complicated process to add a new photo. Come yeah. on, Apple, <laughs> get your shit together. <laughs> Simple processes. Uh, the last one is Plants vs. Zombies 2. I actually wanted to thank you for uh, posting the link yeah. on Facebook the other day. I downloaded that. You've been that. playing and enjoying it? I have. Yeah. But I, I never played Plants vs. Zombie 1. Oh, okay. I didn't play the original. Well, the reason is not because of the game. Okay. I did play like the first three levels and it's really good. It's yep. just as much fun as the first. I love the game itself. But the fact that it's slowing down on my fourth gen iPod touch is unacceptable. Yeah, no way. Like this is the last like they're on the fifth gen iPod touch right now. Yep. This is only a fourth gen last generation should not be showing slowdown on a, a modern game and not that type of game either. No, like third level in. When the level got too busy, I was noticing it getting slower. Now, I had said originally I wasn't going to play Plants vs. Zombies 2 on my iPod because I wanted to wait until it was the PC version because I enjoy playing on my computer. It's harder to play on the touch or on an iPhone or anything because there'll be times when I go to put a plant down and I put it in the wrong part because yep. fat fingers, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's using a mouse and a cursor is so much more accurate and I feel like I can move faster and do things faster and not have to worry about messing up as much. Mm -hmm. And it's a bigger screen than <laughs> an iPod. So I'm just going to wait for the PC version now because unacceptable. Unacceptable. I like it because I like it how I can waste some time at work. Yeah. <laughs> you should get the, the first one, too. I know I should. I think it's only like 99 cents. And it's worth it. It is worth it. And I don't want to say I'm too cheap to buy it. For a dollar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem buying it for a dollar, but I refuse to put my credit card information into my phone. I oh. Won't, I won't do it. So you've never bought anything from the iTunes store? I have, but that's because I either buy or I get iTunes gift cards. Okay. And I load it up that way. Gotcha. You know, but right now I don't have any money on there. And I hate how they're changing that. That could This could almost be a freak out. Oh, really? I didn't I even know that. I hate how Apple keeps increasing the minimum card size that you can buy oh you used to be able to buy a ten dollar itunes gift card yep you can't buy that one anymore really yep i forget it's that either... seems like such a no-brainer for yeah. like a, a friend's stocking stuffer or exactly. birthday card add-on thing yeah the only way you can get the ten dollar cards is if you buy a pack of three so they're making you pay thirty dollars for it. That's stupid. I th I forget what it is. It's either fifteen now or it's twenty. So it either went ten, fifteen, twenty, or just went ten to fifteen. Bunch of bullshit. Yeah, but I don't buy a lot. You know, I don't buy usually buy an album which mm -hmm. would take up. Yeah, I could understand that'll take up a whole sure fifteen dollars. But that's what I do. I I buy something for ninety nine cents. You know, something Use here for a dollar twenty eight. Yep. You know, so I mean, ten dollars would last me for quite a while i could probably make ten dollars last me a year yeah because i might buy 10 games sure that sucks yep 
I'll have to buy it for you, and then <laughs> or I'll buy you a gift card or something. <laughs> you, you can get yourself yep. first plans for zombies. Yep. Uh, those are all my freakouts, though. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey, it's summertime, and you need a way to beat the heat. To help you out, we've marked down the price of all T-shirts in the Geek Generation store to just $12 until the end of August. Don't miss out on this sale. Get your shirt now by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash store. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Oh, hey folks, this is Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the Geek Generation Tough Guy. All right, we are back. Now we have a lot of news coming up because we haven't done news in a while. We've had a few like other episodes where we've done random different things. I'm curious, too, what people thought about the game episode. Say anything. We are going to do some other games coming up, and I do like doing some different stuff here and there. I want to get some more people on. I've been in the kind of getting my way into the Boston comedy scene now as I've been doing stand up and stuff, and I'll be inviting different comics to come on the show. And kind of mix it up with us, even if they don't have a huge amount of geeky knowledge, just to make the show a little more fun. Yeah, I like listening to the uh, the Boston Comic Con uh, interviews. Those were good. Oh, yeah. yeah the, uh, I like Roger that. and Yale. Yeah, the JL8 yeah, yeah. interview was funny. Yeah, that was a highly downloaded episode. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I like talking to those guys, too. And Roger will definitely come back on for a full episode at some point because he's always around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got some news. Uh, this is huge. And I know it's not super, super new because it happened, I don't know, like a week or two ago at this point, but it's a major, major, massive deal. During a live special on BBC, the announcement of who will play the 12th Doctor was made. And here it is. Please welcome the 12th Doctor, a hero for a whole new generation. It's Peter Capaldi! Peter, congratulations. How relieved are you? It's so wonderful not to keep this secret any longer, (laughs) but it has been absolutely fantastic. Now, I edited out the majority of the applause because we didn't want to just listen to applause for a long time. People seemed very excited about it. Uh, Peter Capaldi will be playing the 12th Doctor, replacing Matt Smith when he leaves Doctor Who after this year's Christmas special. The 55-year-old Scottish actor is best known for his role as foul-mouthed spin doctor, Malcolm Tucker in the BBC series The Thick of It. Capaldi has appeared on a prior episode of Doctor Who, playing the Roman merchant Sicilius. I don't know if I'm saying that right. In the episode The Fires of Pompeii, which coincidentally is the same episode that Karen Gillan was also in before she came to play Amy Pond. Hmm. So going back, we have in that episode, that was like a magical episode, apparently, that brought back people (laughs) to play major roles in Doctor Who. Uh, the actor added, quote, being asked to play the doctor is an amazing privilege. Like the doctor himself, I find myself in a state of utter terror and delight. I can't wait to get started. What's your opinion on Mr. Capaldi? I'm curious as to which way they're going to play him up. Yeah. Because when they did the announcement and had him come out, 
He didn't look as old as other photos I've seen of him. Right, I agree. So how, what age are they trying to really push him into being? I think it's good that they're going for the older doctor. Yep. I mean, it. I don't know. Well, we haven't had it in a while, for we one. Like, even Eccleston. Since the reboot, we haven't had a doctor this old. No. Well, I think they probably did that to try and draw in a younger audience. To bring in yeah. the younger doctors yeah, think, like that. Absolutely. Think, you know, younger people are going to relate to someone well, he got, closer to their age. He got progressively younger. We started with yep. Eccleston, then Tennant was like early 40s. Oh, wait, no, that's not even right. Tennant was in his 30s yep. when he played the doctor. And then Matt Smith was 28 yep. when he was first cast. So he was really young and then played into his 30s. But Capaldi, 55, is a big jump up from that. I think it'll be interesting because I don't think there'll be that that play of, you know, the doctor and the companion mm -hmm. and that kind of, I don't know. The flirtation. Like, yeah, the, yeah, the lust flirtation. Right. You know, I mean, they're, I mean, the female companions have just been completely enthralled with the doctor. Yeah, you know, they have been. And Jenna Louise Coleman so far, Clara has been like infatuated with the doctor. So it's weird, though, too, because we had Rose falling in love with Christopher Eccleston's doctor. I loved Rose. I did, too. She was my favorite. And then then she got like it was like she lucked out and got David Tennant. Yeah. When he regenerated like, oh, a younger, better looking doctor. <laughs> but now we got Clara with Matt Smith, who's a younger doctor that she's into and he's going to regenerate into a 55-year-old man. Does she just go, oh, yeah. <laughs> never mind. I'm done. Or like, what? what is that dynamic going to be like? Or is it still going to maintain? Or is his personality going to change so much and that won't be attractive to her anymore? So like, it's interesting to see how this is going to affect their dynamic, yeah. I think. Yeah, because everybody's, uh, all their personalities have changed with the regeneration, which right. I think is great because... I don't know. It just makes it seem more believable, you know? Yeah. Because I don't want this older guy to try and act, you know, like a young Matt Smith. Right, right. I actually would really like to see a pre, almost a pre-teen companion. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of fun. Almost you know? like a, a father-daughter thing. Yeah. You know, I could almost see him going to another world, yep. you know, maybe right after a war or something and there's a lone, you know, a lone child, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's, you know, a boy or a girl. Well, kinda... as far as we know right now, there's no news of Clara, like, exiting yeah. in the near future. So she could be around for a while. So we'll see how that plays out. But I, I kind of was hoping. I think it could have been fun, though, if they went for a female doctor, though. I do, too. I think I know was... there are some people very opposed to yeah, it. Yeah. But... Maybe it would have been just fun for a season. I don't know. Right. I mean, I think they could have done a lot with it. Just the, the play on the awkwardness of a, of a just an being a different gender absolutely you know and the, the awkward situations you could end up putting yourself in not realize not thinking that you know you know no longer a man right right <laughs> maybe that could be a good episode yeah yeah it, just like a weird like oh what happened it's yeah. not even a regeneration it's just no. like a weird yeah, thing exactly yeah that happens because you know weird things never happen on doctor who it's out of the question <laughs> so, um does that mean that's gonna be a different tardis yeah, usually the interior of the TARDIS changes with the Doctor. Yep. The only time that didn't happen was when it changed from Eccleston to Tennant. The interior remained the same through Tennant's run. Yep. And then... I like that, too. I kind of like the raw, you know, almost... It almost looked like gathered material, practically. Yeah, yeah it was I, cool. I like that. I do, too. So I'm assuming the TARDIS interior will change again. 
But I, I'm interested. I'm intrigued by the older doctor. I did talk to Anna as well, too. And she, I was going to record something with her to get her thoughts on the show. Yeah, because she likes the original series. Right. She? Yeah. She's actually been avoiding as much of the information as possible. She does know about the casting. And honestly, that's all we know so far. There's no real other information that we're given. So there's nothing to spoil or anything or to ruin. She, as a classic Who fan, is very excited that they're going with an older doctor again because it's more familiar to her mm-hmm. than it is to us. This is new to us. But to her, who's been watching the classic Who, this is almost like going home in a way, getting the older doctor that's a little more wise and all that stuff. Well, that's what I was thinking. I mean, I think with this new doctor, it's almost going to see almost almost more like a Sherlock Holmes type thing. Right, you right. Know, like an investigator side. Yep. Which is neat. Yeah, I'm excited about it. The only thing that bums me out about the whole thing is that we know who the next doctor is going to be. True. I rather they like, waited this long. Yeah, there's no surprises anymore, which yep. kind of annoys me. I would have liked to find out when he's regenerating, when I'm watching the actual regeneration, be like, oh, my God, he's older. That like, would, yeah, that would have been a big wow. Yeah. Like, why the hell reveal it now? We're not that far away. The, and the secret's hard to keep. Yeah, maybe they have to do that these days, the way the Internet is, like when they're filming everything that they I don't know. But it just seems it's it's a bummer. Yeah, that we can't have any we can't have any nice things anymore, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a bummer. I wish there was more surprise in entertainment, but we're here to ruin that all (laughs) for you with the news (laughs) that we do. But that's the that's the industry, the way it's gone. Um, Okay, moving on. The CW is bringing the Flash to TV. Have you heard about this? No, I haven't. Huh? Uh, the Flash will first debut in Arrow this upcoming season before potentially spinning off into his own series. Have you been watching Arrow at all? No. Really? Yeah. That surprises me because you were a big Smallville fan. Yeah. And I even started watching Arrow and I really liked it. Yeah. And then I kind of fell off a little bit and I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to go back later and I'm just going to oh, okay. watch Binge it in a watch. big chunk. But I haven't done that yet. It's gotten better. It gets better as it goes along. Definitely. My, my problem is when I put something down, and I stop watching it. It it almost takes effort for me to get back into it. Yeah. Even, even Doctor Who. That's you know, what happened I, I with went, Dexter too. Huh? Yeah, I went for so long without watching Doctor Who. I'm like, eh. But then yeah. as soon as I watched the first episode of season seven, I'm like, oh yeah. So basically, it's, you're saying I just have to sit you down and watch the next episode of Arrow, and you'll finish the rest of the season. Probably, okay. I probably would. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that then. Um, so. The CW president, Mark Pedowitz, spoke about the, I think that's his name, I don't know how to say it right, uh, spoke about the project saying, quote, we plan to introduce a reoccurring character and an origin story of Dr. Barry Allen, who is, uh, who was we now know is the Flash. We're planning an origin story. We'll see how it goes and hopefully it will go on. Arrow writers Greg Berlanti and Andrew Kreisberg, along with DC's Jeff Johns, would write the pilot. Kreisberg told The Hollywood Reporter, quote, when we first meet Barry Allen, He's just a forensic scientist, an ordinary man. Part of the fun for the audience is to see how we view our Arrow take on the Flash legacy. Some of it will feel very familiar to DC Comics. Some of it hopefully will feel different, fresh, and exciting. The same way we approached Arrow is the same way we're approaching Barry. So far, fans have been critical of past treatments of characters' costumes and nicknames. For instance, Smallville's use of the blur, instead of calling him like Superboy or Superman or anything like that, and then between the times where he was wearing like a blue shirt with a red jacket or the like matrix trench coat that he did for a while, that was just ridiculous. <laughs> like, come on, just put on the suit, man. You're not fooling anybody anymore. <laughs> 
Kreisberg assured fans that they have nothing to worry about, saying, quote, no sweatsuits or strange code names. He will be the Flash. Cool. So starting off an arrow. That's a good on, idea. I think so, too. Because yeah. you should almost know, maybe not right away, but you're going to get a good idea whether this is, this is going to work. Right. So instead of dedicating all this money into creating a whole new line, right, right. test it. So you're going to see how the how the character flies in Arrow. I guess around like episodes eight or nine, he's going to come in of this season. He'll have an ongoing arc. And then I think they said episode 20 would be almost uh, an episode that's focused on Barry Allen as like uh, a setup origin story where it could it could be the door that opens into his own series from that particular episode. Mm. So, and the other interesting thing too here is that, like Smallville, Arrow had made that stupid, ridiculous claim in the beginning. I hate when they do the grand statements. I've said this on the show before. When they make the grand statements with Smallville, they said no flight, no costumes. They made all those claims and they found all these little loopholes to break their own rule. Just don't make the claim. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Why limit yourself in any way, shape, or form? If you want to take a particular direction, Go for it. Just don't state it publicly so that you can change your mind later if you want. But with Arrow, they said no superpowers, like nothing create. Like we're going to get Black Canary, too, but we don't know if she's going to have the sonic screen because they've said no superpowers. But now they're introducing the Flash. Yeah, I just run faster than you. Right. <laughs> so they either have to break their rule or he'll be Barry Allen through his entire run in Green Arrow and Arrow. And then on episode 20, like at the end of it, he might get his powers or something. And that starts. So technically, yep. he doesn't have powers in the Arrow series and he only has them in his own. But if they ever cross over, which they inevitably would, if they're existing in the same universe, then that that rules right out the window. Yeah, because you can't have one with and one without. Right. That's not even fun to watch. Right. So I am excited to see some Flash stuff finally. Yeah. Because it's been a long time since Flash has gotten any attention. And he's a great character. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of Flash, just because I saw this this week. Okay. People stop jogging in Flash t-shirts. <laughs> just don't do it. There's just something looks wrong about yeah, it. Yeah. If you're going to go on a track and sprint, go for that, it. Yeah, that's fine. But right. when you're laboring <laughs> along, please take the shirt off or don't wear that shirt. It's like not wearing a uh, Superman t-shirt while you're at the donut shop with yeah. your gut hanging out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, come exactly. on, man. That just looks wrong. Yeah. Don't do that. Yep. Uh, speaking of the CW series, while The Flash is on his way to TV, the CW's Wonder Woman pilot, tentatively titled Amazon, is being put on pause for the time being. According to Peter Witz, quote, the script isn't where we want it. It's better to wait and get it right. I agree. I agree. Especially Don't with Wonder it. Woman. Yeah. I mean, I think that one... If done right, it's going to be great. Right. But I think it's just that's going to be one of them. I don't know. I think people are going to be very critical on it. Absolutely. They always are with Wonder Woman because yep. she's the most prominent female comic character. So whenever you do stuff, there is a lot of criticism that way. Uh, I'm going to play something for you. I'm hoping you'll be able to place what it is, but it is relevant to our next story. Okay. Any ideas? <laughs> Would that be the Star Wars? You are so <laughs> smart, Mikey. Yay. Uh, <laughs> Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy has announced that the iconic John Williams is returning to score 
Star Wars Episode 7. Nice. That'll be a nice tie-in. Absolutely. So all the classic themes that you're familiar with will make their return, which is nice, and uh, whatever new stuff he happens to come up with. So very excited about that. Congrats to John Williams, and congrats to us as the fans, because he is just... He's an icon. Yeah. He's the man. And you really can't do Star Wars without him. The CW, it's like all CW news <laughs> today. I don't know why. Uh, the CW has announced that the recently revived Whose Line Is It Anyway? Have you been watching? No. Oh, that's a bummer. It's good. My mom is. Yeah. She was really excited it came back on the air. It's fun. The only yeah. thing that kind of annoys me is that they have these celebrity guest stars like every single episode that are throughout too much of the episode where you almost want to see there are places where it's more fun to have an audience member in there. Mm -hmm. Unless they have a really good guest star, like back in the day when Richard Simmons was on. Have you ever seen that? That was the best thing ever, ever. We're going to watch YouTube clips after. (laughs) Okay. So funny, but they have like all these people I've never even heard of. Like there was someone from the vampire diaries. They had a WNBA player on the other day. I'm like, I don't know these people too random. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're people from the CW because that's the network. Yeah. So um, <laughs> you're going to do this. <laughs> it was announced that the reason they were revived. Who line is in a bleh, I can't talk. The recently revived whose line is it anyway has been picked up for another season. The show received an order of 24 all new half hour episodes for its second season on this network. So it's the 10th actual American season overall. But the second one for uh, CW. For the revival. I'm excited. Yay. It's like still one of the better things on TV, even though it's way too short. It's like 21 minutes after all the commercial. Ugh, too short. Bruce Willis. I was hoping Volpe would be here for this because he's been an Expendables 3 fan the whole way through. Like he gets very excited about the news. Uh, Bruce Willis has officially dropped out of the Expendables 3. But on the positive side, three other A-list actors have joined the production. Three. I think I might know one. Really? Maybe. Sylvester Stallone took to Twitter for the first reveal saying, Willis out, Harrison Ford in. That's the one I heard. Great news. Been waiting for, uh, years for this is what he said. So Harrison Ford is officially in the Expendables 3. That's a big That's cool. deal. Yeah. That is a big. I might actually watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Entertainment Weekly then revealed two other major names. Mel Gibson and Antonio Banderas. I like Antonio Banderas. Antonio Mel Gibson is kind of take it or leave it. But yeah, but I can maybe sell you on the idea. While Banderas's role has not been confirmed, Gibson will play the movie's main antagonist. So he's the villain. OK, that'll work. So you're supposed to hate him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I used to like him back in the day with like Lethal Weapon. Well, yeah, until he, he got crazy. became a ranting and raving yeah. lunatic. Uh, while still rumored, Jackie Chan, Wesley Snipes, Nicolas Cage, and Mila Jovovich all remain unconfirmed, but they are all rumored. Hmm. Big things. I still haven't seen one and two. <laughs> I saw one. It was kind of disappointing. Two I haven't bothered with yet because one was kind of disappointing. It was kind of one of those ones I wanted to see the first one. Yep. Kind of pushed it off. And then the second one came out. And then when I went back to check it again on Amazon Prime, they took it from being Prime oh. to, to have to pay for it. Yeah. And now, but now I can see two for free. <laughs> but 
but it's like, well, I don't want to see two for free if I haven't seen the first one. Oh, you're one. not missing anything. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm sure you can jump That's into true. two just fine. I'm sure it's not a storyline right. that works together. It's probably not a big brain like, oh, <laughs> carry on. Yeah. I'm just looking for action here. Yeah. Uh, Batman Arkham Origins will be out pretty soon. And this game will introduce multiplayer to the Arkham game series with the addition of Invisible Predator Online mode. This 3 vs 3 vs 2 mode is an extension of the challenge rooms seen in previous games. Have you played the Arkham games at all? Nope. But you've seen Yeah, some. I've watched you play. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that had happened at some yeah. point. Um, eight players take to the streets of Gotham in the game's multiplayer mode. Three Joker thugs, three Bane thugs, and two heroes in the form of Batman and Robin. The thugs compete to wipe out the other team and capture control points and what plays out like a third-person cover-based shooter. So it's almost like capture the flag between the, the thug teams. Meanwhile, the two heroes prowl the playfield in an attempt to intimidate enemies and provoke the gang leaders into calling the whole operation off. So while the other two groups are fighting each other, Batman and Robin fuck with them. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the premise. But you can intimidate them so much that they call their like battle off and you guys win instead of the others. Uh, knowing that Batman and Robin could be around any quarter adds tension to the game. While the main goals of the thugs are to eliminate the opposing gang's forces and capture the map's control points. And there are ways to make things a little more interesting within the game. If you get your gang to a certain level, uh, a door opens up and whichever of your three teammates, you and your other two teammates, whoever goes in that first will become either Joker or Bane, depending on who your gang is. Well, and that, cool. And as Joker or Bane, you have specific abilities. And you're harder to intimidate and things like that. Now, is there a, a time limit on this? Because I, mean, I don't know. It almost actually. sounds like this could potentially have like no. I no think ending. it's point based. So yeah. you get like if you build the intimidation to a certain level, Batman or Robin win. If you capture your enemy's uh, side enough times, your gang wins. Okay. So there are different. All right. So, so there there has to be an ending. There has to be an ending. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought you meant you literally had to piss off the guy on the other side of the controller. Oh, no, no, like, no. Screw this, I'm done. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, as Batman and Robin 2, it's almost like a Tony Hawk type idea. Like if you if you do like, uh, let's say you want to intimidate someone by doing a, a vertical takedown where like you're up on the hiding point and you drop down and bring the guy and hang him upside down. If you do that again, it doesn't affect them as much. Okay. So they the, you see have to keep new. varying up your cool. intimidation tactics in cool. order to make it works just like in tony hawk if you do a trick a second time it slowly loses its yeah. value unless you got a modifier in there right <laughs> <laughs> that'd be oh uh, tony hawk <laughs> yeah love that game yeah for the collector's edition they did reveal it for batman arkham origins and i got a big picture here to show you wow. look at that i know right that's a collector that's edition. a lot of stuff and it's also costs as much as it looks most collector's <laughs> editions are like 80 to 100 dollars uh, for one hundred and twenty dollars, wow, which is twice the price <laughs> of just the game. The Batman Arkham Origins Collector's Edition includes front and center there that piece with the Joker, the exclusive, highly detailed premium Joker statue featuring LED effects produced by Triforce. Triforce is that crazy prop company that we what? saw in New York that does. Like the the Riddler trophies and yeah. the Gears of War guns, they made that statue. I thought that was just going to be a poster. Oh no, that's a statue, and oh, it has crap. LED lighting in it. The width of it is 13 inches. Wow! So it's fairly sizable too. But all the TVs like light up and stuff. 
That's pretty nuts. That's cool. Uh, that honestly alone makes it worth 120 bucks. Right? It might. I, I don't think I'm going to get it, but damn. Yeah. <laughs> um, it also features an 80 page full color hard cover. Wait, full color hard cover. Yeah, that was right. Art book measuring something. I didn't include the measurements. <laughs> I took them out of my notes. I'm just reading. Uh, two key pieces of evidence taken directly from the Gotham City Police Department crime lab, which you can see down at the bottom there. There's like a chip and a tooth or something. Uh, Batman Wanted poster, a Batwing prototype schematic, an Anarchy logo stencil, a glow-in-the-dark map of Gotham City, a Wayne family photo, the Assassin's Intel dossier, which includes files on the eight Assassins as well as Black Mask's contract, the first appearance Batman skin, which uh, you can apply to Batman to look just like he did during his first appearance in Detective Comics 27, released in 1939, and... And on top of that, a movie <laughs> necessary evil supervillains of DC comics. We talked about this on the show before this new feature length documentary from Warner Brothers Home Entertainment focuses on DC comics, most terrifying villains. Legendary actor Christopher Lee narrates the film. And it looks like you have the choice of Blu-ray or DVD with that. I was wondering if it came with both. I don't. Well, I don't know. They are both in the picture, so maybe. But damn. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of stuff. Oh, no, you'd probably get the Blu-ray with the PS3 and you'd probably get the regular DVD with the Xbox. Right. Oh, that's true. Good call. Yeah, you're right, because it even has it set up like that, right? PS3 has the, yeah. the one in front. Yeah, you're right. So PS3 version gets the Blu-ray. Xbox version gets the DVD. If we price this out, Blu-ray is like 20-ish, 20-ish dollars. Yeah. The statue or the game is 60, so that's 80, 80 right there. Um, there's some DLC included the statue. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Is it worth $60? Probably seeing as the Triforce Riddler trophy is like 300 something. I'm going to say this is probably worth. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, it's actually a really good deal. Yeah. I mean, not to say throwing down that much money is nothing, but right, right. for what you get, it's a good deal. And that's a nice looking statue too. I'll put a picture up in the show notes too of, uh, the entire, selection so people can check that out um moving on more video game news wwe 2k 14 will include a 30 years of wrestlemania mode which is a single player campaign featuring iconic wrestlemania matches and a roster spanning three decades of wwe history the mode takes players through more than 45 matches including hulk hogan versus andre the giant at wrestlemania 3 the rock versus hollywood hulk hogan at wrestlemania 18 and The Rock vs. John Cena at WrestleMania 28. The campaign will span five distinct eras, each of which will include authentic arenas, entrances, ring attire, graphics, screen filters, and presentation elements consistent with each respective era. That's an undertaking in itself. Yeah, it is. WWE produced video packages and in-game cutscenes will help set the stage and provide background information on key matches while historical objectives will task the player with replicating popular match moments. Damn. So that's like cool. you got a body slam Andre and that's one of the yeah, one of the goals of the match so to recreate him in a way. Very cool. And I, that sounds way better than Road to WrestleMania mode which I think is also still in there. I think this replaces the Attitude Era mode in the last game where it was replay classic Attitude Era matches and recreate and all that stuff. And playing through this mode does help you unlock things in the game, so I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to see they did release a screenshot of the WrestleMania 3, uh, Hulk Hogan and Andre, 
and it has like that more film grainy look with that screen filter so it looks more like the tv would in that time period yeah which is kind of interesting back before high def and right right which is always you never know if that's going to work or not because having like really pristine looking graphics and a weird screen filter doesn't always cut it no <laughs> so who knows uh zatanna has been added as another dlc fighter for injustice gods among us the magician is currently available for 4.99 she came out last tuesday and if you get that also included in the DLC pack is a cyborg Superman skin, which looks pretty sick. I saw this. Uh, I saw this picture on the internet. I yeah. actually thought it was like a cross between like a Terminator and Superman. I know, right? <laughs> cyborg Superman was a character that came out of the whole Death and Return of Superman thing. When he was dead, four guys came, showed up, claiming to be Superman, each exhibiting some powers of him and cyborg superman was one of them he's also the one of the four that became a villain hmm. yeah he's still around actually uh well not all of them are necessarily around i don't think the eradicators around anymore but the others i could be totally wrong on that people jumped down my throat if i'm wrong <laughs> don't say anything that's not a fact on the show we shall kill you via the internet ps3 has released their live events app to the playstation store which is available to download for free with the app, users will have to uh, will have access or be able to watch live content or catch up with on-demand viewing of wrestling events, concerts, races, and more. Some live events will be offered on a pay-per-view basis, while others will be completely free. New events will be added weekly. Now, the interesting thing about this is that I was under the impression that the live events thing would be an exclusive PS4 thing. Because that was a big selling point of PlayStation 4 is you're going to have the ability to watch. They said it during the press conference. They were like, you're going to be able to watch like WWE pay-per-views and stuff. This is the first I had heard of it coming to PS3, and it's already here. Wow. Well, if you are listening to this, it's past the time that the first event is SummerSlam that's on there for pay-per-viewing. Pay-per-viewing. Yeah, I could say that, right? That works. Yeah, that works. <laughs> um, SummerSlam, which would be this past Sunday was the first live event that was able to be bought and watched via the app. But there will be other things that come in. But the coolest thing about this app, I still think, is the fact that since cable's kind of going out the wayside for a lot of people, including myself, the only thing that I ever wanted cable for was to have access to, like, WrestleMania. Yeah. Even though I don't watch wrestling on a consistent basis, like, I always watch WrestleMania still. Now, when WrestleMania comes around, I can watch it. On my TV, just like everybody else. Yep. That's awesome. I'm so excited about that. And that saves you money. Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot better to pay a one-time fee to watch a show than have to keep a carrier forever. Right. And then still have that fee on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. Last story. In 2014, Microsoft is planning to release drivers for PC, which will allow an Xbox One controller to be used on your computer. What a novel idea. <laughs> One of the big differences between the Xbox One and the Xbox 360 controllers is wired mode, which allows an Xbox One gamepad when plugged in through micro USB to disable its wireless radios and operate as a true wired controller. So you don't have to keep using it wirelessly, uh, wirelessly if you don't want to. You can plug it in and get rid of that tiny microfraction latency that happens using a wireless controller. It's probably a big deal for people who play fighting games. Because people will say, at, if you're like a hardcore fighting game enthusiast that's training for like professional tournaments and stuff, if you use a wireless controller, there is like a microsecond latency between button press and activation. 
Yep. Where if you're using a wireless controller, that's seamless. And it does throw timing off. And wow. timing is a huge piece yeah. of fighting games. And if you do that on a professional level, that matters. So for people that are really, really into fighting games, having a wired mode on a controller is a big deal. If you're not, who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I was going to say, why would you want to go back to a wired right, controller? Right. I guess I know now. But to have the ability to play on a PC is pretty awesome. Yeah. I totally dig that because I have like a knockoff PS3 third-party controller from my computer so that I have similar like setup. But I wish I could use my PlayStation controllers with my computer. There's probably a way. Yeah. If there is, feel free to tell me because <laughs> I would love to know. But uh, I have not. Look have it not up on YouTube. It. Yeah. Well, there are Bluetooth, so you could probably do something along those lines. Yeah. I'm sure you could. I just haven't. <laughs> Maybe I'm too lazy. I don't know. Uh, anyway, that's pretty much it. Final thoughts or something you want to plug? No plugs. No plugs. No plugs. Okay. Go to thegeekgeneration.com to see everything that we do over there. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate those. You can like us at facebook.com slash thegeekgeneration. Follow us at Geek Generation on Twitter and Pinterest. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Night Angel. You can follow Mikey on Twitter at Mikey the Goonie, even though he never, ever tweets anything. No, I don't. <laughs> Unless he's replying to me. That's about yeah. it. I think that's your whole Twitter feed. It's like yeah. two replies two to replies me. To that's you. it. Yeah. Uh, you can send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com if you'd like to have your voice heard on the show. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Later. Make it so.